Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's my favorite time of the week again when you and I and all of our listeners get to focus, David, on kicking some ADHD. I like to focus. I lo- I'm also, I also like to hack. I'm a hacker. Are you a hacker? In the classical sense. You know, nowadays we think about some, you know, guy with like tape on his glasses sitting behind a keyboard with Cheeto stained fingers typing on a, you know, <laughs> yeah. laptop trying to break into something. But the original term hack was actually a very elegant solution to a problem, you know? Yes. Yes. I, I like the old term of hacking. Yeah. Like you say, an like elegant a, yeah. solution to a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah the original yeah. hackers were just, they were, you know. The Tech Model Railroad Club at MIT. Right. Somebody really wants to go Eight. down a wild. Okay, I don't stop, David. Let's focus. I wasn't, wasn't going to go anymore. Okay, yeah. Hey, do you, do you have <sighs> a do you have a favorite way to help me focus right now? I do. I have some favorite focusing hacks that we are going to talk about today in episode eighty three of the Kick Some ADHD podcast. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, number eighty three. Here we go. Right. Eighty three. Cool. So, I mean, I, do we need to spend a lot of time talking about why focusing is important on this show? <laughs> no. However, because fo- it's more than just focusing. Yes. We're really looking at focusing at will. Oh, wow. Like when I choose, then I can focus. Right. Uh, focusing at will. And that's really what we're after with ADHD. Because we can focus, but we aren't necessarily focusing on the right things. It's so or true. Or at the right time. Yes, yeah. that's true too. Yes. Yeah. 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 And even so, taking medication. Like, I love to focus with medication, but often, if I have not set the trajectory correctly, the, medita- and the medication kicks in, and there I am focusing really well on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, so painful. So what we want in... in our conversation today, focusing at will, means three things. It means being able to turn on your focus when you want to. Nice. You're intentional. I like you that. are focusing intentionally when you want to. You are able to sh- to focus on the right thing. I already said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you are able to shift focus away from the thing you're focusing on when you want to. So you're not locked in because hyper. You're not hyper focused. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you're not locked in on hyper focus. Hyper focus can be a good thing, but hyper focus also is um, can be draining, and it can leave us focusing on something to the detriment of everything else in our lives. Yeah. So hyper hyper focus is a it's a strategy. It's a tool we can use. However, we don't want that to be our MO. And you can't do it every day, all day. I mean, you just, no, no you just will flame out rapidly because, wow, that burns so much energy or something. I don't know yes, it, it does. It Well, it drains your brain. Your brain can only do so much and then it will decide it's going to take a break. Yeah. The ADHD brains do. That's what yeah. they do. So, okay. So being able to focus when you want to. Being able to focus on the right thing, being able to shift focus away when you want to. 
does this also then include the ability to like gracefully shift focus back like an interruption yeah. let's say you know yes comes so up. that's okay. that focus at will so gotcha so i want to focus on x for now oh somebody comes into my office or oh something i need to do something else and i can get back to focusing on x yes so good so many times i feel like a house of cards just gets just destroyed when an interruption happens and then like rebuilding it is like forget that not today you know and yeah. that's that's not cool okay cool i like this so yeah. focusing focusing this is a healthy kind of focus i like the way you've defined healthy it yeah healthy kind of focus yeah yeah now adhd medication is a way to help people focus at will the right dose of the right med at the right time of day you know, it should help you focus at will. Yeah. But it doesn't always, and it's often hard for people to get to that point with their medication. Yeah, it takes time to dial it in. It took me years to get to the right place with the dosage and stuff. And even yeah. now, if I, you know, if I don't take it at the right time, you know, if I don't remember, that's the problem is you don't have the medication in your system when you need to manage taking the medication. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's one of the problems. <laughs> we have a chicken and egg problem here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Some days I'm the chicken and some yeah. days I'm the egg. No, I don't, I don't yep. know what that even means. But anyway, please continue. <laughs> I like it. We yeah. could talk about that for the next 15 minutes. Yeah, but I think we should return our focus to the topic oh, at hand. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, David, you're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can do more than just um, willy-nilly focusing without intention we can actually start to build more intentional ways of focusing and that's why i like two of these focusing hacks we've mentioned these before yes in episode 73 strategic self-medication oh nice you even have the episode yeah. number i did my homework mr johns wow yeah i today i want to dig in deeper okay yeah than what we talked about before i like it okay. i like it yeah so Focusing, ways to focus. The two things we're going to talk about in more depth today are binaural beats and then this idea of productivity partners. Oh, wow. I love both of these topics. So great. Awesome. I'm excited. All right. Questions, thoughts so far, David? I know. I, I do remember us talking about both of these before, and I know that we'll have some new insights for our listeners that have heard those episodes. But I will say, too, if you are listening and have not heard some of that stuff, getting to episode 73, and there, I think there might have been even one previous that, that we covered some of these I thought too. there was. However, I did a search and I couldn't find it, so... Okay. Mm, this right. is the one I came up with. That's good. No. I thought I, I thought we'd talked about it before also. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway. That's all I have for, for, for okay. you know, at so, the moment. Okay, so binaural beats. I love binaural beats. They're one of my favorite, favorite focusing tools. I do use them often, um, especially when I struggle on that getting focused and intentionally on what I need to do and want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, and yeah. I know we've talked about it before, but like for somebody that's never heard of binaural beats, they've got to be like, what is that? And they're a lot more popular now than they were when I first heard about them. Oh my gosh, 15 years ago or so. Mm -hmm. There are a lot more options for them now. So what are they? Binaural beats work by playing different frequencies of music into each ear. 
and you have your headphones on, and um, so you you can't tell it's playing different things, but your brain interprets the two frequencies as one beat, which from what they say apparently aligns with your brain waves. Yeah, it gives you a lever at, uh, by which you can literally manipulate the brain waves themselves, which yes. which you know the brain operates at a frequency, and it. You know, it uh, sometimes there's been a lot of study done on these. You can hook up a brain to a, the right gear and you look at an oscilloscope and you can see what the brain's doing. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So there are different brain waves associated with different things. So you can find binaural beats for to sleep. You can find them for focus. You can find them for all different kinds of things. So what we're looking for is... Gamma, I think it is gamma waves that, that help you pay attention to detail and focus and more creative thinking. Yeah. And those are the things we love. The creative yes. thinking and the focus, but not the super, super hyper focus. Although we'd like it when it happens. We, we've already said we can't sustain it. So You can't sustain it. And also it it's detrimental to other parts of life. Anyway, yeah. so what you do is you find sources of binaural beats that resonate with you. And then the way I do it, it's a spot treatment. Oh, I need to do some creative writing. I'm having trouble doing that. I will listen to this. Oh, I'm kind of draggy and tired. I will listen to this binaural beat. Oh, I want to sleep. Oh, I'll listen to this binaural beat. Um, so it's you can you can design your your focus or your binaural beat treatment to what it is that you want to do. Yes, absolutely. And we should probably mention that, well, I mean, we'll talk about different ways to take them in, but most of the time you need some headphones really for this to work well. Yeah. And in the Success Club, we've had conversations about this and our theory, because sometimes they don't work for some people. And our theory is that it depends on the quality of your headphones. Yeah. Quality of headphones matters and certainly the quality of the source recording as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the other thing we need to look at with ADHD for bidural beats is, does it, does it make you itchy and, and drive you a little crazy or not? So some things I can't listen to because it's this kind of weird electronic sounding music. And it gets, as I tell my husband, it gets in my ears. It's just, it, it, I don't like it. It's distracting. So I resonate better with binaural beats that or are sound to rain or ocean waves or just kind of a white noise. Yeah, thing. it's nice to think about the the fact that the beats themselves do not have to occur the way that we think about music having a beat. They're no. actually because of the collision of the the actual uh, sound waves. They, they, they don't have anything to do with an actual beat. There's a beat right. that happens, like if you use a tuning fork. Anyway, it, it's, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. It is. And I why do they call them binaural beats if they aren't really... Because I think it's confusing. It is confusing, yeah. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a trick you learn in audio engineering and in, in, um, in music. So you're, you're a musician. You know, you know what sympathetic string resonance is, right? If you have a, a piano in a room and somebody... Uh, two pianos in the room somebody holds down the sustain pedal on piano number two but doesn't touch it they don't play a, mm -hmm. a note if i walk over to the other piano and hold down a middle c then the middle c on the other piano will vibrate as if i had struck it not as not as strongly but it'll vibrate as if i had struck it because they yeah. because they're tuned to the same frequency when you're tuning the same instrument so like 
down to one piano, we have an A and we have a tuning fork with a 440. If you tap the tuning fork, you'll hear the, the, the tone and the A that you're tuning on the piano will, when you, when you pluck it, it'll be very unlikely that it's perfectly in tune. And what you will hear if you listen really, really closely is something that's, it, they're, they're called beats. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not a beat. It's, it's it's not a, it's the sound it's a yeah and it, if you saw them on an oscilloscope the beats are actually where they collide at either zero I think it's at zero but it, it doesn't okay. it doesn't matter but yeah but that's the thing is that you're doing the same thing with your brain you're just doing one version on the right one one version on the left and when they collide in the middle there's a there's a synchronization that happens at a specific frequently frequency and that that drives your brain function yeah. Excellent. Thank you, David. It pays to have such a smart man as a partner. Well, also somebody who's been distracted enough in his life that he's researched all sorts of random <laughs> he's stuff. He's researched you know? all this stuff. <laughs> anyway, so what we want to do is is spot treat your inability to focus with the right kind of binaural beat for what you want to do. All right? Exactly. Now, and so people are saying, where do I find these? They are widely available now. You can find them on apps. They're on YouTube. They're on the internet. Spotify um, has some. Spotify <laughs> has some. Um, I I like um, Kelly Howell's company, BrainSync, B-R-A-I-N-S-Y-N-C. That's one I use. And so, it, but don't start paying for stuff. Experiment first before you try them to make sure that you like what that company does. Um, there's a focus FM focus dot FM is an app. I mean, they're all over the place. So just do a free sample, test it out and see what you like, because some people find them effective. Some people find them irritating. Um, what you want to do is find binaural beats that help you focus or for ADHD. Yeah, for sure. And I, you, you didn't mention the one that I use most, and that's Focus at Will, which is a paid uh, tool, but yeah. there's a free trial, so you can check it out. And the, yeah. what and I, I like I've, about it... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Try, I've tried that one, too. I've just forgot it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's okay. And it's it, what I like about it is it gives you some choices, so you're not always listening to the same thing. You might be in a, in a, in a coffee shop this time, or you might have some piano music going, or there's, some, there's one called ADHD that's really bizarre. It has like crazy percussion and stuff in it. And it sounds like it would be annoying to some people, but it actually doesn't bother me at all. I just don't even see that it's one there. made me. It was like fingernails on a chalkboard. Oh yeah, it's very noisy. It sounds awful if you're just listening to it. It's like, what is that? But then once I started using it, it was like I didn't even notice it. It just disappeared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I get that one gets in my ears. Yeah. So I don't use that, it often though. For the record. So those are are binaural beats. So yeah. you you're spot treating. You're thinking, oh gosh, I can't focus. What do I need to do? Oh, I want to be creative, so I need a binaural beat that helps me be creative, or I want to just push through a lot of work, or I need to learn something, or whatever. That's a focusing hack that you can use. Yes, very, very nice. And there are studies that show, just as an added benefit, there are studies that show certain binaural beats can actually reduce depression for some people. Yeah, so it's interesting stuff to look at for, for more, right. more reasons than just focusing. It's good stuff. Right. Yeah. All right. So our next focusing hack, David. Okay. Productivity partners, baby. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I know we've talked about these a few times, but I want, I've been doing some more thinking and such about them. Now, you may have heard in ADD world, these are called body double, which... I think productivity partner is more clear. 
And that is the term that I have started using. Yeah, it's better than body double because I always think of a movie where they swap out the actor in place of a body <laughs> double when there's going to be yeah. nudity or something. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. yeah, no, that's just, just, no. And body double is very specific. And what I've decided is you can start using a productivity partner. There's actually at least three ways you can do them. And I think once we start talking about, there's probably more. Right. So yeah, what is it? Sure. It's intentionally joining with another person or a group of people to get stuff done. Yeah. And with ADHD, we often are more focused and we get more done when we can take advantage of other people's energy. Right. Exactly. And the key is to, to have a, a method of doing this that doesn't increase distraction. <laughs> Which, yes. Yes. That's a really yes. important thing. Like everybody's got to be on the same board about what, or on the same page about what you're doing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So three ways to productivity partner. One is work together. That's essentially what we do, David, for That's the true. podcast. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's having a friend, a relative, a professional organizer, a coworker, somebody else who is working along with you, with you to get something done. So you're working together on the same project. So David and Dana focusing together to build a podcast. Um, a, a friend helping you clean out a closet. Yeah. You're, yeah. Though, so that is a work together type of product, productivity partner. It, this is so useful for me. I inadvertently do this sometimes at work when there is something that I've been neglecting or avoiding. And um, it used to be the case that I would sometimes work with a client when I was own my own business and was working with clients that, that I would just have a client meeting and we would work on the stuff and it was a way for me to get things done, you know. But it yeah. kinda, to me, I always felt bad it wasted the other person's time because a lot of times, oh yeah, I'm just doing something technical here. Please, you know, busy yourself with something else while I, while I do, so that we can move on to the next thing. And I do this, I still do the same thing though. Now it's not with clients. Sometimes it's with other uh, employees at the company, some coworkers where I'll have a meeting with a project manager or something and, and get things done. And I keep thinking it's going to bug them that I've, do, that I'm doing this, but so far nobody's bugged by it. They're like, well, I'm just glad it's getting done. You know? Yeah. People just want stuff to get done. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So Okay, so that's the work together type of productivity partner where you're working along together on the same thing. The classic ADHD type of body double or productivity partner is, I call it working in tandem. So you are working on separate things at the same time. You're not talking, you're not interacting, you're not being distracted, you're not chatting. And you're working on something and in classic ADHD body doubling, you're working on something and you've got someone sitting in the room. Right. Quiet. And they're not talking to you. They're just sitting there. Which finding somebody just to sit there or paying somebody just to sit there is an option, but it's not accessible to a lot of people. And it's, I mean, I've had clients do this where they just want me to be on the phone with them. I'm not saying anything or doing anything with them and they're getting stuff done. Yeah. It's, 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 it could be expensive, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. However, there are um, resources now more and more of them that allow you to do this in a group. 
There's um, focusmate.com, focussessions.com, caveday.com. So they're actually, the cave day, it's actually, they're Zoom groups and you pay a subscription fee and you can sign up and go and there's a bunch of people on a Zoom group getting stuff done at the same time. And you're not talking, you're not interacting. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's also a great option. Um, we do this a little bit in the success club. Some, we have our accountability calls, but we've also, I, at one point I had, um, I can't remember what I call them, getting stuff done calls where people would, we just, I, they could hear me, they couldn't hear each other and they, people would get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. And of course we told the story. We famously did this when we were trying to get this podcast launched and we scheduled some sessions where it was like, this is where we were each focusing on the podcast or at least I was focusing on the podcast, but, um, but I we were working too. on something else. Yeah. We were each working on different things and, and they got, they were so productive, but they also like talk about hyper-focus. It was a good thing. There were only yeah. an hour or two or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. You got to use this one carefully. The wow. Working tandemly. Yeah. Cause you can get a lot done. Yeah. It was incredibly powerful, but also right. draining. Like it was like, I need the rest of the day off. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. After that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, I don't know if you know from with toddlers, they call it parallel play. Mm. So they're not playing together. Toddler, little one, kids can't play to, they don't have the skills yet to play together, but they'll play side by side. Yeah. With their own toys, doing their own thing. And that's basically what the working in tandem productivity partner is. It's parallel play, parallel yeah. work. It's yeah. high, it was highly effective for us. And it um, is. Yeah. yeah it really is. Very it's useful. a great way to get stuff done. Now, the other one that I like, the third kind, I call it sneaky productivity partnering. So this could be, you know, working in a pub, working in a coffee shop, uh, work share space, being in an office. If people aren't talking to you, if it's not too noisy and too distracting, um, I find it better for me if I'm not interested at all in what the other people are talking about or doing. So offices were, if I know the people, offices and such were, are harder for me to focus in because I'm, I, I'm just curious about people that I'm listening to them and their conversations. But if I go to a pub, I go to a coffee shop, um, sometimes I'll go to a winery and do some planning and some, or something, go to you know, the tasting room and have a glass of wine and knock stuff out because I'm surrounded by other people, the energy of other people, but I'm not interacting with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I used to, prior to the pandemic, I would all the time be in a coffee shop doing exactly yeah. this. And it, it was so helpful. Plus the variety, I would move around. I had a rotation. <laughs> right. You and, need, yeah, you need to shift it up. So going to the same place all the time doesn't work. Nope. No, you got to mix it up. And then now that we're in a pandemic though, I mean, we're now that it's back, I should say, I mean, you know, yeah. we're, we're in a situation as we, as we are releasing this podcast, it's not such a great idea where I live for sure. Right. It, yeah. And, and not here either. So it is harder to do, especially in the winter. However, hopefully this will not last forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is a tool. I want, I want people to think, oh, this is a focusing hack or a focusing tool I can use. So how would you do this? Um, you're trying to get some stuff done and I just can't get started. And I try to think, okay, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sit outside at the winery and take my computer and just get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. 
and although there are not people around, sometimes I'll just, I'll do, I'll sit, I'll be on the back porch or I'll be around my fire pit, you know, not around it. Cause I can only be in one spot at a time, but you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, it's weird to think <laughs> yeah. about one person being around a fire pit, but yes, it's, it's a, it's a nice, you know, you know, sometimes it's just the environment, but the, but the other people are what make this a productivity partner, sneaky productivity partner arrangement well and and all of the productivity partners obviously because it's called partnering all of them it's something about the energy of the other people that can help an adhd brain focus yeah i remember tim ferris talking about when he would write in the middle of the night he would put on a tv screen that was just far enough away that it wasn't like in his face but but uh, with the sound off he mm-hmm. would put a movie on repeat and it was a way that his brain sort of felt like there was someone there even yeah. though, even though it was obvious, and he knew, like you know, that that's just a movie, but um, and it was a movie he was familiar with, right? So he wasn't watching the movie at all. It was just in his peripheral vision where there was activity and movement and people, and it was enough to kind of help, you know, keep him on on task and not feel lonely in the because he would do all night writing sessions. So you know, yeah, it could be kind of lonely time. Yeah. 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 So it's something about the energy of another human that allows you to focus and can be an excellent focusing hack. Absolutely. And I like the fact that you're you're not encouraging more, you know, usage of pharmaceuticals and chemicals and and things. Well, they play a role, but they're not the only thing. No, no, they're really not. And it's, it's really powerful to have the ability to, because these are things that you can, you can use at, uh, on demand to some degree. Obviously, mm-hmm. pro- productivity partnering can require a little coordination, but, um, but, but you can certainly, you know, make it happen. Yeah. But the thing like cave day, I'm, I like that one the best and it's, they've got so many options and you can just show up. Oh wow, that is so cool! So I've 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 known about these. You've mentioned names before. I don't know that I maybe had. Did you find Cave Day more recently? Cave Days, it? yeah, that's more recent. One of my clients, my clients are always doing research on all this cool stuff. So uh, one of my clients found it, well, and because um, the other ones don't have as many options, or you're all by yourself with a stranger on Zoom, which was kind of creepy to me and to a lot of people. Nobody wanted to do it, yeah. and the other one was it Focus Sessions. They It was very East Coast centered. Cave Day's got a lot of options, all different time zones, even some on weekends. Um, So it's, and they are not paying us at all. I should mention that that the one that I found is caveday.org. It looks like caveday.com is not. It's it's caveday.org. Okay, cool. Caveday.org. I'll make sure our show notes have the the correct link in there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. What? Oh, and just amused because I just, I just, I just was looking it up, you know. And you go to the website, and the first thing to do is, is pop up a, a box to sign up for their email newsletter, and it says, "Oh, oh, a distraction! <laughs> sign up for our mailing list." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I wonder who this is designed for? <laughs> you and me, our people, our listeners, our tribe. They look baby, like our kind our of people. Tribe. Yeah, for sure." All right. Well, All that's right, fun. David. So none of these focusing hacks are new to you. Is there a front burner thing you want to do with this though this I, week? Yeah, what would you like to put on the front burner? I, what I what I love about these 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 moments where we talk about something that is is not brand new, 
but maybe we haven't talked about it in a while, is that it helps me go, yes, you know, that's a tool that's in my toolbox, and it's been kind of shuffled to the back, and I kind of haven't looked at it lately, and so, you know, let's shuffle it to the front, and yeah, there are things that I could do probably today, later, where if I had some binaural beats, it would really, I was, I had such a hard day yesterday. Oh my gosh, I couldn't focus to save my life. And I wasn't about to take more meds. I knew I could have done that, but I, but I'd like that, you know, has all the problems associated with it. And I was I just didn't have I could had I had this conversation with you Dana yesterday, I probably could have had a more productive day. Like I yeah. I just, you know, the binaural beats itself or even coordinating. Like I might try cave day. Uh I'm excited you, about this. You. Yeah. Yeah, and you yesterday you had a can't, I can't do it day. I did, I really did, ironically. It was a can't day, and I mean, the irony of it is that that was the topic of our last episode, so. Yes. Um, you know, Maybe sometimes the focusing tools don't even push you past a can't day. However, sure as heck worth a try. Absolutely. Absolutely. And these are healthy things, you know, and that's that's the other thing that I appreciate about them. Binaural beats, there's there's been no research to indicate that there's ever any kind of problem with them. Hilariously, unless you listen to them at loud volume and then yes, don't damage your hearing like anything. Would. Yeah. Don't damage your hearing, people. Please. Please. Yeah. Don't Keep it at a respectable volume. Yeah. All right. So, David, that's what I got for you today. I like it. I appreciate it. These are helpful. I'm going to I'm going to restore some tools to the front burner and 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 if I run into one of those stupid days or moments like I hit yesterday all day, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll be uh, I'll be able to to utilize one of these hacks. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks everybody. Go out and kick some ADHD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.